Welcome to Dungeons and Comedians! Hello everyone and welcome along to Dungeons and Comedians. My name is Brendan Bennett and I'm going to be your Dungeon Master for this evening. Uh, how are you all doing tonight? Oh, so glad to hear that. Um, we, we had a little bit of a gap between uh, this adventure and our previous adventure and I'm a little bit worried that I've forgotten how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're just going to bring on the adventurers and we're going to do the show. Everyone's going to have a good time. So. Uh, please welcome our first adventurer, the human fighter known as Belt, it's Emma Custard! <laughs> and joining Belt, we have the Tabaxi Rogue, played by Aaron Jelly, it's Trixie Amanathi! <laughs> Returning for his third adventure, it's the Furbolg Druid, played by Henry Nellis, it's Melon! <laughs> and finally, the human paladin who is in the middle of an identity crisis, played by Dan Blaine, it's Brother Skinner! <laughs> In terms of in terms of recap, uh, brother Skinner, Skinny, brother Skinny, I've changed. You have changed. So you were once a uh, paladin of the blood god Corn. Ooh. But after a <laughs> after a corporate takeover, yeah. um, by uh, Pelor Corporation, That's right. you are now a worshipper of Pelor. That's right. Pelor's the light, and I'm a little lighter. <laughs> Great. Uh, it's so so good to have you. So good to be here. Yeah. Um, Melon. Hello. Now, you uh, when when last we encountered you, uh, you had you were on a sinking ship, and then you swam away to get help and never returned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that it's easy to talk about getting help, but functionally, it's actually a little bit. There's a little bit more to it. Is, is part of the problem that you were expected to turn into a fish and swim away, but you turned once more into a squirrel? A squirrel, yeah. Is <laughs> yes, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Brendan. Um, well, it's, it's great to have you finally reunited with the party. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Trixie Abernathy. Hello, Brendan. Uh, many years ago, you ran away from the circus. You've been on the run ever since. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever find a place to call your home? No. <laughs> okay. No, you, no. <laughs> uh, home is where the heart is. Uh, so I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, that's almost that's almost beautiful. I've got an apartment in um, Kingslington. <laughs> Kingslington. Great. We'll have to go there later. Kingslington. <laughs> 
Um, all right, thank you. And of course, we have Belt. Hello, Brendan. Now, Belt has had a bit of a a few ups and downs over the last few adventures. Yes. Uh, a whirlwind romance with the wizard Alfonso. Yes. Uh, and then she disappeared into thin air. I know. <laughs> but that's okay, you know. Belt's just doing belt. You know, sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> You just gotta look at your life and you go, you know, I, I don't know about you, Brendan, but I look in the mirror most days. Before I, I, I also look in the mirror most yeah. days. <laughs> look in the mirror and I look at myself all dressed and I think, you know, you're okay, Belt, is what I say, you know? And then you can sort of go about your day. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a bit more about, of that, just celebrating the belts. <laughs> Literally, I do wear quite a few. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you, Belt. Uh, a couple of other people who are going to help with the adventure. Um, first of all, uh, providing uh, lighting and special effects, tastefully. Um, uh, a round of applause for Michael Bell. There at the back of the room. And uh, providing. Oh, yep, there's the smoke machine. And providing uh, sound effects to help. Uh, create the uh, uh, environments that we're going to be adventuring through. We have our very own DJ, Karen Searle! Was that an elephant farting? <laughs> well, way to give away the big ending of the show. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, where we last left off, Brother Skinny had been tasked by mm. Pelor Corporation to eliminate a rogue Pelor agent. Oh, yeah. Which you did with extreme prejudice. Well, um, yep. <laughs> and as a reward, our adventure begins with the four of you on your way to Pelor Corporation <clears throat> HQ where, Brother Skinny, you are hoping to receive the promotion that you have so long desired. I'm really looking forward to finally getting onto the diamond level of the franchise. <laughs> well, that, that is, uh, that is uh, appropriate, because you are currently journeying through the desert oh. on, uh, on four sand camels. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's a fantasy version of camels. Are they made of sand? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, so you're, you're riding through the desert on these sand camels, and you see off in the distance what appears to be a diamond shining beautifully in the middle of the desert. It's a mirage! Is it a mirage, Brendan? Roll perception. Oh. No, wait, survival. Oh! Yeah. Nine. You um, accidentally stare at the sun and blind yourself a little bit. <laughs> ah, damn it. It's shiny and I want it. I say we go to it. That is the direction that you are heading. That, those were the directions that Brother Skinny got from Pelor Corporation. I'd like you to just describe for a moment uh, to help the audience to imagine your character. What do you look like? What are you doing at this moment? Well, we all know that Belt is the picture of manhood. 
So uh, uh, I think probably our belt looks very similar to how belt usually looks, you know, 16 to 18 uh, belts and uh, my helmet and, and stuff. But I think probably like, cause it's a desert, there's probably just like one bead of sweat and it's just gone, like it's formed here in the middle of my forehead and it's just gone to the side, just past my eyebrow and then just right down and then I've caught it. And for a moment it's reminded me of tears, but then I realize it's okay. <laughs> you know, you've had those moments in your life where you're like, oh, am I crying? No, I'm fine, I'm just sweating. And I'm imagining you're having this conversation out loud to oh, yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been a rough emotional time, so Belt's trying to talk about Belt's feelings a bit more. It's just Belt's thought processes on the whole. Aren't tears interesting? <laughs> They're very salty. Melon. It's like sweat. Uh, uh, melons, uh, his, his large lumbering body, he's quite big boned. He's got, I've got thick uh, kind of limbs and they're hanging over the side of the camel. Uh, my sweat. Sand camel. Sand camel. That's right, it's real gritty. And, <laughs> and my sweat is clumping up all my fur. My, my pointy ears are a little bit droopy because it's a bit humid and. So they droop a little bit in the humidity. Yeah. But I'm excited to be back with, with friends. It was tough being alone, but uh, also this arid landscape, I feel quite isolated. You're more at home in the, in the forest. Yeah, yeah. Trixie. Uh, you know, the dust is just playing nightmares. I'm a cat. That's my thing. <laughs> uh, beautiful, striped like a cat that you would get and you would playfully say to your friends, I have a tiger, but it is a cat. <laughs> uh, and you know, I'm just trying to lick uh, this dust that's just all over me. I like to be clean, because uh, I'm a cat. Uh, so it's just licking, licking, but it's all dry and dehumidified. So every 30 to 40 seconds, it's just hairballs. And I'm not having a good time physically, but uh, if we're checking in with our emotional well-being, uh, I feel that we have a purpose here. Uh, I'm not thrilled about going into the belly of the Pelor's beast, but uh, I am with my friends, and therefore the, my fulfillment is uh, a given. <clears throat> Okay. <coughs> Thank you. And Brother Skinny. Oh, yeah. One, one That's powerful. At the front of the party, <laughs> clothes shining bright, like some might say like a messiah, but who am I to say? <laughs> powerful thighs gripping the side of the sides of the sand camel beneath me. Brother Skinny leads the way. I had been concerned that my tonsure, the area on my hair that is shaved to enable the Godhead to enter me from within, I was concerned it would become sunburnt under these pounding, pounding desert rays, but I've been using an SPF 15 moisturizer <laughs> all over. <laughs> the four of you journey further, further into the desert. Uh, you feel a uh, belt, a cooling breeze against your 
sweat droplitted forehead. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Melon, for making me experience it in real life. That's nice. This is the desert of the four winds. And you can see swirling around you winds coming from all different directions. Four different directions. <laughs> yes, the four cardinal directions. <laughs> Just four, yes, four directions. <coughs> or maybe more, it's hard to tell. As you get closer, this uh, shining diamond you see rises <coughs> up before you. A giant glass pyramid. Those will be where the four cardinals live. <laughs> Surrounding the pyramid, you see a luscious green. Uh, as uh, There are beautiful gardens all around the base of the pyramid. Nice. I lead the way in, arms outstretched, ready to receive Pelor's bounty. Dismounting from your sand camels, you step into the gardens. You see uh, beautiful uh, green grass, carefully kept mm. bushes uh, that have been trimmed into the shape of little suns. Mm. Oh. And uh, you see a lot of people working on the garden, maintaining it. All of them uh, quite short of stature and completely covered in bandages. Oh. Hey, little dude, why are you all bandaging? Uh, he uh, he uh, seems a little bit surprised to be talked to, and he kind of uh, shuffles away. But we're talking about bandages all over his body. Like, does he look like a mummy? I mean, I guess uh, he looks like someone who's completely covered in bandages. Does yeah. he have like little little gap for his eyes or his mouth? Can he even reply to me? Uh, there is a little gap for his eyes. There's no gap for his mouth. How does he eat? What's his gait like as he walks? Is it a confident stride or does he shuffle? Or? It's more of a more of a nervous shuffle. Oh, well, I mean that could mean anything. Maybe he just got dumped. <laughs> uh, he uh, he puts down his his rake and he points towards the pyramid, and you see uh, a large glass uh, doors set into the pyramid and above <coughs> above the door Pelicor HQ this is the way team thanks for coming with me I must say it's great to have some sponsors uh, and if any of you are interested in buying in uh, on the or experience do you want to talk about why you've why you've come like yeah, it's a great question. Um, well, it's no secret that Belt is not into this, right? <laughs> Feel like that's been pretty clear. What is this? <clears throat> this. <laughs> All this. I mean, Brother Skinner and Belt are not exactly thick as thieves, but uh, I hate this. This. Oh, I hate all of this. And in fact, um, being Belt. That's here, because of your own ability to embrace change. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Brendan, I, I think Belt would like the old Brother Skinner back. Really? And so you agreed to come uh, on this journey in the hopes of undermining yeah. Palor Corporation? Uh, 
job. Yeah, <laughs> just hoping it'll sort itself out. But I want to be there when it happens. I mean, things do tend to, uh, I don't know, uh, dissolve into chaos when you arrive. Yeah, yeah, in every facet of my life, yes. <laughs> so you make your way to the entrance. The doors uh, swing open, and inside is a crisp, cool foyer. Mm -hmm. Everything is pristine, uh, glass surfaces. It's very cool inside. They put the money into design. <laughs> and waiting for you, uh, Brother Skinny, is a familiar face. Uh, someone you talked to from Pelor Corporation before. It is Sister Merciful, the one who sent you on the quest to uh, uh, eliminate Dr. Cottage. Oh, yes, we've met before. Uh, yes, we have. Now, Brother Skinny, I see you've brought your entourage with you. I certainly have. Now, I must say, we're very impressed. But before we get to that, you must be parched. Oh, I certainly am. Why don't you follow me to the cafeteria? We like to, we like to take care of people here at Pelo Corporation. Please, uh, just step this way. Uh, but rather than walking, uh, you notice that there is a, a, a kind of a, a stream of water flowing around. Hydroslide. Uh, <laughs> more of a, a lazy river. <laughs> and there are uh, kind of floating rings uh, periodically floating along. And she indicates for you to climb into those uh, rings. I climb into one. Belt, come on. Climb into my ring. <laughs> I reluctantly do it. I kind of trepidatiously get onto one of these rings, just trying to avoid the water. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm too big for one ring. So I take Belt's ring, that you, are, you, are you finished with it? You're not going to use it if you're using his? Yeah. I just put one leg in each and just <laughs> float down in an erect position. You and me both. <laughs> Belt gets out of the ring. I'm uh, just gonna stand here, just in the dry. Oh, please, please, Belt. You know, walking is just so, uh, just pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a point of inspiration. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, just so happens we've arrived at the cafeteria now. You all get out and walk into the cafeteria. It's, uh, it's a kind of a cafeteria slash recreation room. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, Pelocorp employees relaxing. Oh, there's a there's like a you know, like a table with food on it. You know, like in a cafeteria. Yeah. I'm familiar with food. We've <laughs> we've met before. Yeah. Um, but also like there's a there's like a chocolate fountain. Mm. People can just go up and like fill a cup of chocolates. It's oh. pretty good. Then there's like a table tennis table. Mm. There's a little like a mini knife ball table. It's um, people sitting around on bean bags. What is this, Google? <laughs> I don't know what that is, says Sister Merciful. Uh, please, can I get you anything? Perhaps uh, a refreshing beverage. We, uh, I know it's early, but uh, we do have some beer. What beer? <laughs> Daddy. 
I thought you might like that. Uh, and so she goes and uh, pours you one. What is it? I'll, I'll have a saucer of milk, please. Sure, can do. Uh, anything else? Oh, I'm fine for the moment, thank you. All right, here you go, one Pellor's Pilsner. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well, I'm not thirsty. I'll just sit here. <laughs> it's really good, though, Velt. You can taste that, see that? Well, see what that is? That's the taste of a corporation doing better than a small individual could possibly ever do. It's manufactured. It's going worldwide. They've got the resources. Brother Skinny, that is exactly what I wanted to hear. And, and that's I love the design around this. It's beautiful. Well, thank you. We've been making a few renovations. You know, we're actually planning a big brand relaunch. Oh. Yes, and we're looking for some, uh, some individuals with talent with drive. Hey, let me tell you, I'm an up-and-comer who's interested in furthering himself. <laughs> well, you could further yourself a long way around here. We're actually, we're actually looking for a new uh, junior executive. Oh, please continue. Well, you are one of two candidates that we're considering. Uh-huh. Tell me about the other one. <laughs> Oh, well, uh... Just kidding. Let's talk about me some more. <laughs> uh, you, hear a, you hear a voice behind you, and uh, you turn around and see a small, uh, short, pale human in an executive-looking robe. And he says... <laughs> an executive-looking robe, obviously. <laughs> and he says, what? What are you looking at? You've never seen an executive robe before? No. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything less from some hayseeds like you. Hayseeds? How dare you <laughs> call Belt a hayseed? Yeah, well, I, I call them like I see them. That's why I am executive material. My name is Jezen van Susselander the third, the fourth. <laughs> My father, Jesson Van Susan the the third, the third. You can't even say your name! You can't even say it! I usually hire other people to say my name ah! for me. <laughs> ah, so uh, Jesson here is uh, the other candidate that we are considering. His, his father's very influential in Susland. Mm. We're thinking of uh, expanding there. He'd be a great choice, let me tell you. But there's something interesting, some interesting facts, is that blue-collar experience is actually one of the greatest uh, markers of retention in any kind of role. And let me tell you, if you look at my CV, I've got some, let's say, red-collar experience. Um, well, that's, that's really good to know. Actually, we've, uh, we've brought you both here because we want to decide who to choose. So we're going to put you through a little bit of uh, well, kind of a team building slash uh, interview scenario, see uh, who comes out on top. Perfect. So uh, if you just want to wait here, I'll, I'll get everything ready. Mm, love to. And Sister Merciful bustles off. Uh, a few other uh, people who are in the cafeteria, they come over and they say, whoa, hey, are you, are you Brother Skinny? 
whoa, amazing. We heard all about what you did with on uh, Gerald's Park with Dr. Cottage. That was really great. No, it was nothing. You're a legend, man. Well, I had a lot of help. It's all about running a team. That's what I think. And as as you look around at these, uh, at these adoring fans, your mind goes back to when you, back when you worshipped Korn, mm. uh, the blood god, back mm. when you were training to be a, a paladin. Yeah. Do you want to just uh, maybe describe for us what it was like? <laughs> it's difficult times being the smallest... Paladin of a Chaos God. Everyone else is huge and able to wear that enormous armor with the massive shoulder pads that are like the size of your head. But when you're a little bit smaller, well, you've got to find kind of alternatives. And that's where I kind of developed, well, my patented door knocking technique. And just generally trying to convince people into worshipping the blood god rather than just forcing them to by making them bleed. <laughs> the other paladins always made fun of me. They say, Oh, Brother Skinner can't chop a person in half to save his life. <laughs> I mean, I said, oh, but I'll knock on as many doors as you can chop people in half. <laughs> and when I left there, I, well, I did. I knocked as many doors as I could. I chopped a few people. Sure, sure. I was no, I was no Gorgax the Skull Taker. <laughs> I, I, I was no Grafandor the Bloodletter, but, but I was, I was handing out pamphlets. Sure, I wasn't getting a lot of conversions either, but I was spreading the word. <coughs> and in some ways, isn't information the greatest weapon? No, they said, an axe is the best weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I, I loved shedding the blood and I loved corn, I didn't love my time in the... Corn Paladin Training School. It was a difficult time. 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 I huck up a hairball. <laughs> you noticed that. Sorry, have I been doing that belt thing where I talk my memories out loud? <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> Belt, you notice that uh, Jezen is staring at you suspiciously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I say to him, I was dumped recently. <laughs> and he says, well, I wouldn't know what that's like. I feel like I know you from somewhere. Seems doubtful. Oh, did I buy you a beer? <laughs> I do do that. Beer, hmm, hardly. Wait, what does that mean? Well, it's... You I can't mean, make that a throwaway comment. Beer, that's not a throwaway comment. I mean, it's hardly champagne or martini. Or, uh, you know, something as sophisticated... You're speaking another language. I don't know what... 
May as well be going boobity boob. <laughs> I feel like I went to school with someone that looked like you. But it can't be you. No, it can't be. Do you want to just roll history? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually, Trixie, you can roll history as well. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, you have a you have a vague recollection that you have met him before. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. When you were when you went undercover into a high school. Oh yeah, that time. Oh that time. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't that the time when um you and Don't Alfonso say it. went to prom yeah, together? Yeah, we did. Wasn't that nice? <laughs> a nice time. Hello again, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, well, I see you're showing your true colours. Well, you won't be around for long. Uh, soon I'll be the junior executive at Palo Corporation. Uh, and then Sister Merciful returns and says, all right, the uh, tasks are ready. Mm. Now, uh, let's see, Jason, uh, your task is going to be uh, door knocking and conversion. See how good you are at that. And uh, Brother Skinny and crew, uh, you're going to be healing. Great. <laughs> Real strength of mine. Yes, well, obviously, <laughs> someone who works for Palo Corporation uh, is going to have to be expert in healing. So if you'd like to head through to the uh, medical bay. Okay. Follow me, team. So, following the clearly marked signs, you walk down a corridor. You see that uh, there some of these uh, bandaged workers are painting uh, a big sign on the wall that says, You are fun. <laughs> uh, right. Then you, you, you continue walking. Uh, you see a few other um, employees floating past you on the lazy river. And they look at you as if to say, How come you get to walk? Before That's a very specific look, isn't it? <laughs> but I think it's one that we all recognise yeah, we all instantly. Got it. We all got it straight it's away. Simple. They look at your feet, yeah. then look up at you, then look back at themselves in a, in a floaty going down a river. And then what's and then the last look like? You know, like off that scene, I get that. You look at the thing, they've got, they get to walk on their legs, look at their face, look at my ring. What's the last look of that sequence? Uh, they steer off into the distance and a single tear rolls down their face. <laughs> now I'm in. A hundred percent in. That feels right. You enter the uh, medical facilities. Mm. Uh, you, there are, again, like glass cubicles all around. You see various uh, people being treated. Lots of fluids going in and out of mm. different bodies. Yeah. Uh, scientists looking at test tubes very seriously. Mm. And uh, at the end of the at the end of this row, there's one large office that you're ushered into. You see a patient lying on a table under a sheet. Oh. And a cloaked figure standing next to it, and says, "Ah, uh, oh, I see you're here for the uh, the medical challenge." Certainly am, and ready to be challenged medically. Well, this is a very serious one. Okay. Uh, this, uh, this patient has gorgon flu. Okay, okay. Now, of course, it can't be 
healed by traditional means, but we have come across this rather amazing invention. And uh, he gestures to uh, this large, it almost looks like a drill, uh, but at the end of the drill, instead of uh, like a drill bit, there's a, a crystal. Mm. Now this Crystals are very powerful for healing. <laughs> That's Is it an amethyst? <laughs> uh, something like that. Nice. Uh, now this this uh, this machine can actually uh, change the size of things. It can shrink things down, make things bigger. We thought we'd use this to cure the Gorgon flu if you're ready for it. How does that work? Well, uh, our initial plan was to shrink you down so that you could go inside and fight against the virus. Mm -hmm. But we thought that would be inefficient, so we're going to do this. And he pulls a lever, he runs out of the room and slams the door. <laughs> Novel. The, the, a bean comes out of this machine and hits the patient under the, under the sheet, and they start writhing about. <coughs> and then you see uh, kind of a globe start to kind of uh, squeeze out of the pores of this body, forming into a large sphere. Sphere? A severe sphere. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's getting larger and larger. It's, it's kind of like uh, gray and pulsating, and it has lots of little, uh, seemingly like little tentacles coming out of it. Mm, mm. Gross. <laughs> it is. That is a Gorgon flu virus. Well, what do you do? I'm here to kill some diseases. So I'm going to be the antibiotics to this. No, antibiotics don't work on viruses. I'm going to be the uh, just waiting for it to kind of pass through you of this situation. I draw my healing. Uh, Warhammer. <laughs> um, was it the Warhammer of well-being? That's the one. All right. Uh, could I get you all to roll initiative? Seventeen. Six. Eight. Fourteen. Okay, Belt, you're going to go first, and we're going to look around. Karen, it's really gross. <laughs> so, well done. Good job. <laughs> Belt, it's, it's your chance to act. Okay, well, uh, right. Well, obviously, Brendan, this is a new situation for Belt. You haven't fought a giant virus before? No, not ever. Um, so, um, Belt's thinking Belt will get a wee bit creative. And um, Belt's got a. Um, just, uh, Belt's got a torch here. Mm hmm. Yep. So, Belt's gonna light the torch and just try to cook it. Okay. Yep. Just try to cook it off, because, you know, like, it's good to be warm in those situations, right? So yeah, yeah, you want to warm up a virus. Yeah, yeah I want to warm it up. So I'm going to light my torch and give it a bit of, like, yeah! Okay. Yeah! Right in the tentacles. <laughs> Roll your attack. Cool. In fact, you can make two attacks. Oh, yes, I can, because I'm great now. That was a five, so that's great. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, you uh, jab your torch into the into the virus, and it recoils away from the flames. Okay, good. But mm. the tentacles, which now that you look at them, look kind of like snakes. Oh. Uh, they wrap around your arm. Mm. 
Oh. Uh, so I want you to make an athletics check. <laughs> okay. Good. There it is. Oh no. Um, five and two. Seven! So, uh, they are wrapped around your arm and they start pulling you inside. Damn. Can I do anything else? Nope. Damn. Melon. So they look like snakes. Do they talk <coughs> like snakes? Do they talk like snakes? Can I? Because I can understand snakes. <laughs> That's pretty much the basis of this question. Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. They do. Yes, you can. Can I hear anything that might give me a hint? Like... Uh, I hope he doesn't go for this bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> roll, roll uh, animal handling. <coughs> uh, four plus seven. Eleven. They, they, they just seem to be, like, kind of egging each other on. Like, you know, just building each other's confidence up. Oh. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, in fact. Ah, they spread. sound like snakes too. Are they, are they talking to me or each other? I think to each other. Oh. They don't know that you can talk to them. Oh, oh but I, I can't talk back. No, that's right. Uh, if only that would make this whole situation a lot easier. Yeah, but I think you have a spell for that, right? Uh, oh, I, I can give them a message to carry somewhere else, but I don't think I know what use that would be in this scenario. Wouldn't they have to leave then? Maybe, but if they're attached to the orb, the, oh. the orb might prevent them from leaving. Um, can I detect magic to see if there's like a snake in charge? Like a manager snake that I could speak with? <laughs> Because if, if we go... Bizarrely, I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> it's always my first port of call. There, I'm going to tell you now, there's no manager snake. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a giant virus. <laughs> but no, you used the snake word and it sent me down a path that's hard to come back from. <laughs> Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Or do I have any more actions? Or have I Let's move on to Brother Skinny. <laughs> I've wasted, yeah, you I waste, I mucked up uh, that that's one. That's all right, we've all been there, Mac. We've all been there. <laughs> I'll get him next time. <laughs> it doesn't seem likely. <laughs> that's bad, because Brendan never burns us. <laughs> I've never read my character sheet. It's never burnt me. <laughs> Brother Skinny, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to attack with my warhammer. I'm going to do a divine smite. Mm. 2d8 extra radiant damage. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would like you to make an athletics, uh, an oh athletics check. Sixteen. All right. So you swing your warhammer, completely missing. You miss by so much that the snakes are not able to grab you. So, in, in a way, a brilliant move. Yeah. You make your own luck. That's what I find. 
<laughs> Trixie. Brendan. What's the best medicine? <laughs> um, rest and being, keeping hydrated. It's laughter, Brendan. <laughs> laughter is the best medicine. I cast Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually brilliant. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Do I roll this? Uh, what is 17? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so... <laughs> so... You, being able to understand the snakes, can hear, like, it's, it's hard for, for the untrained ear to recognise a snake laughing. Yeah. Uh, but you can tell oh, that, yeah, they, no, no. that they are yeah. laughing. And the, 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 they all start to kind of convulse, and then they slowly begin to tear apart, and the whole thing collapses on the ground. It, like, wriggles and then goes down a drain. <laughs> I've defeated it. <laughs> Bell, I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. Five plus three. Eight. You look at your arm, uh-huh. and you see there are two puncture wounds oh. in your in your arm. Mm-hmm. You see around it, starting to look a little bit grey. <coughs> Gross. Yeah. The patient, uh, which is on the table, uh, the, the sheet has fallen away and you see that um, they appear to have almost completely been turned to stone. Ah. Cool. <laughs> That's quite sad. The door actually. swings open behind you. Oh, well, that, that went better than I expected. Well done. Uh, says Sister Merciful. Uh, why don't you, why don't you uh, come with me to the uh, executive uh, retreat? Cool. And she leads you. She gestures over to the uh, the little river. Look. Foom, foom. I'm ready. <laughs> it's not very deep, so you're mostly just wading with two rings around your thighs. Uh. <laughs> They're rubbing together. It's gonna get terrible chafing. Yeah, oh, I know. So, you make your way to the uh, executive retreat. It's a <laughs> room with a lovely leather covered armchairs. And he said. There's a, a drinks cabinet uh, and uh, all of the all of the luxuries that you, you might require. Mm. Well, we're very impressed with your performance on that one. Uh, we're just going to leave you here a moment while we prepare the next challenge. In that moment, uh, Sister Most will leave just as Jason enters. How'd you go on door knocking, Jason? Well, I've I've got to admit it was harder work than I thought. Mm. I thought only an idiot would waste their time door knocking, but I've gained a newfound respect for the kind of person who would be willing to put themselves through that kind of humiliation. (laughs) And then he... uh, I killed a disease. (laughs) 
he goes he goes to the door. <laughs> pushes it open. Just ignores you. And he looks, doesn't respond. And looks uh, both ways down the hallway. And then he closes it and says, all right, I think we're alone. I think it's time that we're honest about why we're all here. I'm looking for Marino. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you seen her? I've got some bad news. <laughs> this is the sheep that you were you That, that belt offered to look after while I went away for help. Yeah, that one. <laughs> belt, 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 belt gave Marino away. <gasps> but, but Marino was happy. Oh, oh okay. Mm. Oh, well, I feel like that's my story arc, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I might continue to stick around, but... Thanks, Belt. You 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 helped me out. Oh, I feel like I owe you one now. Oh. So that's good. I'll I'll write that down here on this piece of paper. Oh. I'll say, Belt owes you one. Oh, thank right. you. Thank I'll you, try to Belt. figure that out at some stage. Oh, I oh. my pencil. You have that. <laughs> that's thank sure. You, Belt. I'll write it down. Belt owes you one. Sorry. Sorry, Brendan. Please keep going with your story. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of. What else did the you momentum. want us to do? He wants us to be honest. That's what we're doing, oh, we're being Jesus honest. It's time for us to be honest. Listen, I know, I, I read about what you did, what Pelo Corp did at uh, Yondela's Blessing. Yondela's Blessing, oh. You must be angry about that, you must yeah. want revenge. Oh, me and Gradle Blast, we've been talking. Gradle Blast, you know him? Is He's the Gradle one with Blast? the double Ds. Double Ds, yeah. Double Ds. I've, I've, I've heard about him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And you, you, you remember the, the zombie outbreak the Pelo Corporation caused? Yes. Of no. course. Well, I've come here secretly to try and bring down Pelo Corporation. Oh, really? <laughs> That's very interesting. I'm going I'm to need your help. I, I don't think I can do it alone. I found out that they're keeping all of their plans down in the archives underneath the Oh. I've got, I've got a key here. Wow. You could. This guy. If you, if you could, I'll distract them. If you can go down and get their plans, I think we can stop them. Mm. <laughs> Why are you slow clapping? Why are the lights turning on and off? <laughs> plan about how you want to throw overthrow Pell or get me to try and go against them on your behalf so you take the position. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what he's doing. He's got a key in everything. <laughs> well, this is something that you, I, you clearly have some internal divisions about this up. He puts the, yeah. he puts the key down on a coffee table. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I, I have to go and prepare for my next challenge. Uh, What's your next challenge? Um, my next challenge is uh, I need to come up with um, a corporate vision statement. 
Yeah, I think we could do better than you are fun. (laughs) 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 Maybe. Let's brainstorm on that one. I'm going to leave you to it. Great. Yeah, you go. And he he exits. Yeah, and then Belt grabs Brother Skinny by the tie and pushes him up against a wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Hey. Something Do you, you know? To tell me? I thought these words would never come out of my mouth. I am telling you this. I miss Brother Skinner. And I hate Brother Skinny. I can accept your feelings on this. No, listen to me. Listen to me. I am Belt! And I actually think I was friends with Brother Skinner. But I'm not friends with this guy. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) That's it? Look, if it makes you feel better... Don't give me the soft hands. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Let's take this little key adventure for a ride. Let's see where it leads up. There's always a... You know... The executive team are always interested in outside-of-the-box thinking. So even if it does go a bit wrong, I'm pretty sure I can spin it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going we're gonna to jump ahead then. Okay. So, uh, you've made your way down to the entrance to the archives. It's uh, There's a kind of a trap door at the bottom level of the pyramid, which you lift up, and below, it's suddenly things are not so clean and pristine anymore. It's just jagged rocks that have been carved into the rock. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah. See this, it's the design. <clears throat> They've made the rocks look like extra jagged rocks. <laughs> you climb down the ladder and follow the tunnel uh, until you, s- you first come into an area with uh, s- kind of some crummy looking offices with some uh, hooded figures shuffling around mm. and uh executive as, hoods or no no in fact there's a there's a range some of them seem to be kind of uh stained white robes with the sun of pallor on them some of them seem to be uh gray and some of them are stained red mm. interesting skinner skinner is that you do I recognize this voice? Surely you recognize <coughs> Gorgax the Skull Taker. <laughs> I don't go by the name Skinner anymore. The well, name's Skinny. I don't go by the name Gorgax the Skull Taker either. I, I go, by the, go by the name Gary the Skull Polisher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry to hear that. You love taking skulls. Oh. Oh, skull taking. There's nothing like it. <laughs> oh, did you uh, did you also see the light of Pelor? Well, I didn't really get a choice. They, they bought out the whole franchise, so... Uh, tell me about it. Crawfander, the bloodletter, he tried to stand against them, but... No? What happened? Well, they, they sent him away on a team-building exercise, and, well, you can see him over there. And uh, you see uh, Grofander just sitting on a stool in the corner, rocking back and forth, saying, 
Fellow loves me. Fellow loves me. Fellow loves me. I go over to Grafando, my childhood bully. I pat him on the shoulder. I know self-hands. <laughs> Grafando, just remember, you are fun. <laughs> A shiver runs through his body. Gorgax, or Gary as he is now, says, uh, yeah, anyone who didn't really fit in with the program. So all the old, uh, all the ex-Pelor guys, the ones who didn't really uh, fit in with the new corporate looker down here. We've got people from the old uh, Templar Stratocaster. <laughs> they just put everything down here that they want to forget about. Oh. We had a guy down here uh, barreled for a little oh. while. How's he? <laughs> yeah, that's the question we're all asking. How is he? Well, uh, he found, he found, uh, he found some plans a little while ago and, and ran off. Is there something about a Gerald's Park? Anyway, that is explaining something that happened in a previous episode that no one cares about. That's right. <laughs> uh, Gorgax says. I always love that about you, Gorgax. Always about the viewer at home. <laughs> anyway, I've got, I've got skulls to polish, so... I don't know, do what you want. We're down here looking for stuff. Well, the stuff's all down there. All right. And you see big long rows, lots of boxes with like file, full of files. Uh, and then along the walls, there are like steel doors uh, attached to the wall. Well, the clues are either going to be in these boxes or behind these doors. You figure doors because there's a key. Uh, that you've got. <laughs> thank you. Belt, you want to look through some boxes? No, thank you. All right. uh, do I have the key, Brendan? Yep. Yeah, I put the key in the lock. Okay, so you make your way down until you find uh, the key, uh, the, the lock that matches with your key. Yep. And uh, you unlock it. It's completely dark inside. Did you turn the lights out? That's good. They're on a timer. Oh. Clap and it just turns them off. Oh, I don't know. I'm really confused by all of this technology. <laughs> We're nearly there. Okay, you shuffle your way into this into this uh, cell. Uh, you see on the uh, on the door, uh, which is now open, uh, it says um, the Yifnif experiment. <laughs> As your eyes adjust to the dark, you see uh, in front of you uh, a giant figure shaped like a turtle, a tortoise, a turtle, a turtle. Yeah, like a giant, a giant uh, shelled figure with like steel talons and glowing red eyes. He looks at you all and goes, <laughs> and that's when we're going to take our break. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in the desert of the four winds at the center of that desert there is a glass pyramid mm. surrounded by luscious 
greenery. This pyramid is Palo Corporation HQ. Inside this pyramid, there are various workers looking to further the goals of Palo Corporation. Below that pyramid, in the archives, there is all of the things that Palo Corporation wants to forget about. Their failures and embarrassments. Things from all of the plans of theirs that you've foiled over your last adventures. Uh, when they accidentally caused a zombie outbreak and you stopped that. When they were performing experiments on prisoners in Yifnif, well, you stopped that as well. But now you have come face to face with one of their failures. A genetically engineered turtle designed to kill. <laughs> you are now in its cell. It's looming in front of you. And then behind you, the door slams closed. And you hear a voice say, well, thank you for playing along. I was a little bit worried there for a second when you so clearly outlined my plan, Brother Skinny. <laughs> but uh, I guess I'm going to be the junior executive now. I was, I was down here earlier, and I couldn't help but notice that uh, amongst all of this, there was an opportunity for me to get ahead and for you to lose yours. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> now, uh, if you'll excuse me, I need to go to the executive lounge. Enjoy dying. I don't want to say I told you so. <laughs> so I won't. I'll just leave it hanging there. Fine. And maybe I'll leave you hanging there. Yeah, you, you're still there. Sorry, I just... just well, you were gone. Well, I, I started to go, but then I heard an opportunity. That's me. I've got, I've got to seize all the opportunities. Yeah. That's how I get ahead. And you lose yours. Now I'm going to go. Is the, uh, is the beast restrained, or is it just... Free range. <laughs> it's free range. It's a. It's a pretty. It's a. It's, getting, it's. It's. There's not that much room in here. It is currently perhaps just a little bit surprised to have been intruded on in this way. But it looks ready to attack, unless you want to do anything quickly. <laughs> is it the size of a tortoise and a turtle? It's about. Oh, it's. A, it's a similar height to you, Melon. So Ooh. about seven Ooh. foot tall. Okay, that changes my plan. Um. Does it speak one or other of the languages? One or other of the languages. Turtle or tortoise? <laughs> it, it did once, yes. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> Why don't you roll uh, nature? Ooh. Four plus four, eight. I, I forgot to say, but I, I'm giving you inspiration for uh, the, the lights turning on and off. Oh. Uh, in the first half, so if you want to re-roll that, you can. Yeah, I think <coughs> I will, thank you. It's this place, this unholy man-made place, it's mucking up my nature roll. No, it's not. <laughs> That's a one. A one plus four. It's doing things to me, this building. Yeah, you realise that perhaps the reason why is that this is no longer <coughs> a natural creature. You can see that there are kind of bolts sticking out of its neck. Uh, but there's also some weird growths, as if it's kind of been, uh, it's got like a fungus growing out of it. 
Like mushrooms. <laughs> I, yeah. <coughs> Do I recognise the mushrooms? No, not with a roll of one, no. Oh. I, I, I stride up to the beast and I say to it, hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, it responds uh, by uh, hitting you with its mighty claw, doing six damage, oh. uh, sending you flying back into the door where you clang into it. Okay, no need to rub it in. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Let's get to it. A two. <laughs> ten. Eight. Ooh, ten. All right, in this case, Trixie, you are going to be the first to act. Okay, I stagger to my feet. And I, I look around. I'm going, okay, plans, plans, something to do. Big turtle, shells, fungus. Uh, oh, man. I pull out my rapier, and I would like to leap onto the tortoise's turtle's back and try and slice some of the mushrooms <laughs> off of it. Okay, make an acrobatics check. <clears throat> 15. 15, yes, you leap onto its back and now make an attack roll. 16 plus something else. Seven, ooh. I, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you slice off some of the mushrooms that are growing out of the side of its face. Uh, and it, it staggers back, uh, roaring. I, I, I use my bonus action to toss some of the mushrooms to Belt. Renowned chef. <laughs> Good. Uh, it is now the, the turtle's turn to act. Uh, it charges, so you're on its back, the other three of you are standing near the entrance, so it's going to charge straight at you. So I'd like you to all make dexterity saving throws. <laughs> Two. Eighteen. Do I get a plus anything? Yeah, dexterity. dexterity. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, well that's alright, it's the six. <laughs> <laughs> alright, uh, so. Uh, Belt, you are able to gracefully step out of the way. Sounds about uh, right. Skinny and Melon, you are both uh, collided into by this turtle, uh, doing five damage to each of you. Ah, Ooh. It, no. then, it then falls past you and slams straight into the door, uh, which then collapses onto the ground, uh, spilling all uh, it and you two out into the corridor. And then it is belts turn to act. Okay. So I've, I've grabbed the mushrooms yes. that have been thrown at me, but I'm not going to use them right now. I put them to the side. Mm. That will come back, though. Let me write that down. Mushrooms. Mushrooms on the side. Mushrooms. <laughs> okay, but belt actually read belt sheet this time, and belt's got this cool thing that I imagine is new, but who knows, called a, <laughs> called a grasping arrow. Mm -hmm. It's quite good. Suppose everyone but me knows about it. Um, so I think I'm going to use my grasping arrow okay. and um, I'm going to shoot at the torch. Would you like me to read it out for you, Brendan? No, that's all good. Go for it. Great. Eight. But do I plus it with this? Yes. Great. So that's like 17. That's not bad. 
Is it? That's not bad. So you fire into it. it. The arrow doesn't hit it directly, but it hits into the ground at its feet. And then these uh, uh, tentacles, the vines, these vines, vines uh, spring course. out of the ground and start wrapping around the turtle's legs. Yes. It tries to break free, but it seems to be trapped in place. Mm. Melon, it's your turn to act. Um, ooh, ooh, lots to do. Um, I take the inflatable rings off of my legs. <laughs> and I want to put them over the arm. Is it the arm or the leg that's caught by the arrow? The, so the legs are caught by the arrows, the arms are ah, kind of flailing about. I want to go, foom, foom. Put my tubes over his arms. If we're comparable in height, I imagine our yeah. tubing sizes are the same. Yeah, totally. So if I can employ a strategy like water wings, mm -hmm. it might limit the movement of the upper limbs. Yeah. In a kind of prophylactic defensive move <laughs> for the rest of the party. And this is a this is a, a very novel strategy. Uh, my 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 uh, my nature isn't coming to my aid in this building, so I'm trying to improvise. Okay, uh, so I want you to roll sleight of hand, but I want I'll give you advantage on this. Yeah, since you did come prepared with your own rings. That, that, that means I roll two. Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, eight plus two, ten. Ten. Okay. Only one of them succeeds. Yeah, you managed. You managed to get one ring on one arm, which now kind of sticks out like, like, like this uselessly at its side. Yeah. Uh, so its feet are trapped. One of its arms are trapped. The other one, the other arm is swiping futilely uh, at you. Skinny. What do you do? I'm gonna cast Conquering Presence. Transform into the thing most feared by a turtle in the wild. A plastic drinking straw. <laughs> oh my god. It's actually a really good point that he's raising. I know. <laughs> I know it is. So you transform into an enormous drinking straw? Uh, can I get you to roll intimidation with advantage? <laughs> 20! <laughs> okay. Uh, you see, you see it's, its mind seeming to go back to the experiments that were done on it, and it's clear that this straw resembles some of the lab equipment. That the uh, that Palo Corporation used on it, and it brings back these terrified memories. It manages to uh, tear its feet out of the out of the vines, and it goes running away from you as fast as it can, knocking down boxes. There are bits of paper flying everywhere, and all you can hear are its footsteps slapping down the corridor, further and further away from you. I jump off of its back. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, Gorgax, the skull taker, uh, rushes over. Oh, what? Are you okay? What happened? Well, it's quite a long story, mate. Uh, oh, it's all right. I'll listen to the podcast. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <coughs> uh, 
Oh, Gorgans. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you better. Think you better get out of here while you while you got the chance. No. I need to go and still become a junior executive. No, we still need to kick some ass by becoming junior executives. <laughs> Well, that, uh, that other guy, he's already gone. What do you mean he's gone? Well, he went back outside. Uh, uh, back Where? To but the executive lounge. He was chuckling to himself the whole way. Of course he was. Because he's a jackass. <laughs> kind of <Well>. funny, though. <laughs> uh, look, b before I go, is there anything I can tell you from the archives that might be useful? I've kind of had to polish all of it. So it's mostly skulls then. <laughs> well, you know, like, Pelo doesn't like to waste anything, so any unused skulls they, they write down. Like, like, look at this skull. It's a contract, contract with someone, uh, Alvon someone, and, uh... <laughs> it was a, I pissed on his robe! I cut out his eye! It seems to be a contract with him for the, uh, for the location of a mine. Oh. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of stuff from there, like a chocolate fountain. Yeah, give us that. He Thank hands you. you a skull with um, a contract drawn onto it. Skull with contract. Bellbride thinks down now because Bell forgets otherwise. Mm. Skull with contract. And then Bell does this just for a little bit because Bell can't help himself. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> Great to be on the journey, Bell. Thanks, mate. And so then put <laughs> the four of you uh, rush back upstairs, uh -huh. and you see uh, Sister Merciful, and she says, "Oh, I'm, I'm surprised to see you. I was uh, informed that you were all dead." And you were just cool with that? <laughs> Where are the tears, woman? <laughs> I'm, I've moved beyond tears now. I'm an executive. Now, uh, this, is, this is quite uh, unusual. Of course, we would, would have already promoted uh, young Jezen to a junior executive. Uh, but uh, since you're still here, I imagine the, the Pope will want to talk to you. I would love <laughs> to speak to His Holiness. Well, uh, why don't you take the, uh, the uh, glass elevator? <laughs> Great. Sure. Uh, and she gestures you, uh, there's a, kind of in the very centre of the pyramid, uh, you see an elevator. It seems to be propelled by a jet of water, coming from, no doubt, the oasis that this entire pyramid was built on. Mm. You climb into the elevator, mm. and it's lifted up into the pyramid. As you get higher and higher, you get a view over the, over the surrounding areas. You see the, a kind of a fine mist of water coming out of the top of the pyramid, and sprinkling down onto the garden around. Mm, kind of like the veggie section at New Worlds. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or like rain. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not like rain. Until finally you reach the uh, upper level of the pyramid. The doors open uh, and you walk through. Uh, Waiting for you is uh, a figure in uh, a uh, wearing a, one of those uh, pointy bishop hats. Mm -hmm. A mitre. A mi uh, yeah, 
a mitre. Wearing a, wearing a mitre. Uh, wearing, uh, wearing glasses and uh, a turtleneck. <laughs> Just to be clear, he doesn't actually have the neck of a turtle. <laughs> Make a nature check. Oh, oh, this building is not doing good things for me. Ten. You think it's probably just a roll of fabric <coughs> around his neck? Probably. Probably. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, if my eyes don't deceive me, it's, it's Brother Skinny, isn't it? You must be the Pope. I sure am. And the, the head of all of Palo Corporation. Yeah, I like to think so. <laughs> That's great. Well, why don't you all come with me through to my office? We've got a lot to talk about. We sure do. You know, I've been impressed. Impressed with your work so far. You've foiled a lot of my schemes. <laughs> uh, we're laughing. <laughs> and that takes, that takes initiative. And initiative is what we need in Pelor Corporation. <clears throat> I'd like you to join me. Huh? Oh, for diamond level? Is that the singular you or the plural you? I would like you all to join me. Oh. Diamond level, yes, but there's a level above diamond. <laughs> are we... are we going clear? <laughs> You're in a giant glass pyramid. Everything's clear up here, my friend. No one answers questions here. <laughs> no one ever made money by answering a question. You make money by asking questions. And my question for you is, are you ready to take it to the next level? Oh, I'm very ready to take it to the next level. Although you got one thing wrong. My name's not Brother Skinny. And I reach into my pocket and I pull out my holy symbol <laughs> that says, have you accepted the blood god into your life? <laughs> Because if there's anything I can't stand, it's corporations that kind of just make everything homogenous and bullshit. And I drop this bullshit hammer that heals people, and I reach into my bag, and I pull out an axe. And then I also pull out a pamphlet. Yes. Have you heard the word of the blood god? Cause he's here. He's here right in the fucking center of you. <laughs> I tricked you. I became this bullshit thing. And I came all the way here. You think I want to be part of your diamond level franchise? Wrong! You know what I want to see? I want to see blood all over the place. Starting with yours. Shall I roll for initiative? <laughs> Uh, given that it seems that this entire thing was your carefully executed plan, <laughs> I'll give you a surprise round. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, roll your attack. I'll give you advantage. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Why don't I just finish the whole thing here? <laughs>
Now when I roll, now when I roll advantage, and I do two attacks, do I roll them both the second time? Yep. Yes. Because that was fucking miserable. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> So you you rush straight up to the Pope, swinging your axe, and you just <laughs> does sound weird, doesn't it? Keep going! You run up to the Pope of Pelor, swinging your axe. Yeah! Shluk! It goes straight through his neck. Ah! His head, his turtleneck, ah! straight through his turtleneck. His head pops off and bounces onto the ground, but there's no gush of blood. His mitre topples off. Underneath that hat, growing out of the top of his head, is a mushroom. What? <laughs> oh, Skinner. Wait, is the mushroom talking or the head? The head, the head's talking. I mean, the head, the head is talking, but so is the mushroom. <laughs> this is the final level. We're rebranding now. You just mushroom. Guys? Oh, we are fungus. <laughs> what a hilarious coincidence that the mission statement wasn't finished. <laughs> that gave us totally the wrong impression, didn't it, guys? Oh, it flipped. It fooled me! <laughs> it's so good, it makes me so <laughs> You know, uh, you probably haven't heard about this, but we made a deal with Elvon Tusk to uh, extract oh. some things from a mine. We found an amazing fungus inside that mine, and we thought we could harness it. Because there's a lot to be admired about a fungus, the way it spreads. We've been trying to spread throughout all this land, but Fungus can spread so much further. So in a moment... You're not controlling the fungus. The fungus is controlling you. Ha <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the only way to spread the word is through door knocking and chopping. You've forgotten what it is to be a religion. <coughs> well, maybe so, but in a moment we're going to release spores into the four winds. They're going to spread throughout this entire land. Soon, everyone will be fun. Guess. Not if I have anything to say about it. And my friend belt. It's, it's me, I'm back. I'm back I know. I was, and you said I know Belt's very was, happy about yeah. that, genuinely. You said uh, Belt you... double fist pumped about it. Yeah. Belt never does that. We're, fr we're friends. I know. We're friends now. I know. Uh-huh. But now it seems not the time. <laughs> if I'm honest, I feel like we've got a bigger thing no, to do. No, we should make a handshake. Not right now. Do, um, Melon and Trixie, while this is happening, do you want to just do, roll some quick perception checks? Spores 
in my eyes the whole time. <laughs> it seems that yeah, being up high has, has given you some kind of clarity. And uh, looking around, you can see through all of the, the glass walls, you can get a complete picture of what's going on. In the office next door, you can see Jesen van Slusender, the third, the fourth. Uh, he's been strapped to a wall, and there's now a, a mushroom being attached to his head. What? In, a, in, another, in another office, you can see vat after vat after vat of blood with a sign that says, um, donations for corn, unwanted. But you can also see a number of figures covered in bandages, but the bandages are beginning to unravel. Underneath, there are mushrooms. Oh, no. Is there a manager mushroom? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> there, there does not appear to be a manager mushroom. I mean, I guess the, the Pope Palo was the manager mushroom. Okay. So. Brother Skinner, come here. And then Belt puts his arm around him like this. And, and Belt says, look, I wrote it down. I have some of these mushrooms on me right now. And I am a master chef. And I could cook something, right? Surely, with the mushrooms. That, that could do a thing, right? <laughs> That's not all in my head, is it? I'm just a little concerned. Yes. Considering that it's about infecting people with the mushrooms. Understood. That if you, I'm feeling yes. you're going to eat them after you cook Well, I don't them. know. But maybe we don't do that. Maybe we like... Fricassee, a little cream. Yeah. A little salt and pepper. Heavy with the seasoning. Yes. I don't have to eat them. But what happens? I mean, there's a chemical thing, surely. Yeah, so as this is happening, Melon, again, with your with your laser focus, you can see some of these uh, mushroom creatures are now carrying like uh, crates and crates of spores. And they're loading them into a tube which leads to the top of the pyramid. Uh, as if they're going to be launched out of the top of the pyramid. Belt gets in the tube. <laughs> Bell just ran away from that conversation. I wasn't getting the answers I needed. I just. I'm talking whoop. about paprika here. I... Bell goes feet first into the tube. Okay. Your your goal is to block the yes. tube. Yep. Okay. Uh, yes. You are now you are now blocked. There's kind of a build up under underneath you. Uh huh. It, is this kind of? It's like... in the face. I went feet first. Oh, you went feet first. Yeah. So there's a like a there's a, a, a jet of a jet of water that is um yep. that is just blasting straight into your face. Yep. <laughs> Belt stands by that choice. Okay, make a Constitution saving throw. That is a six plus five. Okay, six plus five. You you are just able to you're kind of able to hold your breath. And I totally forgot about something, so make another constitution saving throw. Oh yeah, Belt hadn't forgotten about that. That's a nine! A nine. Okay, so Plus, wait! Plus five. Plus five? Yeah, constitution. Okay. Um, you hear... You, I read it. <laughs> you hear a kind of a, a thudding sound and you look over at your hand yep. as it bangs against the side of the tube and you see that it is stone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Belt knew that was coming. Yeah. I'm turning into stone, guys. Because the snake bit me. 
ages ago. What are, what are we going to do next? Some of the other... Uh, okay, but to temporarily... So, okay, so I'm like up to here, right? Like past the elbow, but not quite to the shoulder. Yep. Right, and that's because Belle's made a little belt tourniquet. Okay. <laughs> right, so Belle's yep. just got a little belt. Belle saw what was going on. And I'm going to do it right now, just for these 40 people. <laughs> <laughs> so Belle's, Belle's managed to get it to stay, so it's not in my shoulder yet. Because okay. I've managed to... Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. These belts have purpose. <laughs> That's the end of what Belt was going to say. Okay. So, so it, you've, it's, you've, it's you've stopped its spread by yes. uh, making a turn. Okay. From the, the room next door, you hear uh, Jezen screaming. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would anyone like to do anything? Or should we just let, let things play out? I feel like we should let him go. It doesn't seem right that... Another living being should suffer like that? No, he's suffering at the wrong hands. <laughs> I knock on the door and then kick down the door. <laughs> yeah, Someone's so he's putting it. He's, he's like strapped to the wall and, and someone is like trying to like graft a, a mushroom onto his. Who's this someone? Uh, I don't care, axe for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll, roll your attack. So I'm not good with. Odd numbers. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Yes. So you slice through one of these bandaged figures. Yeah. And it, uh, again, it, it falls apart in a kind of a dusty mess. Dusty mushroom mess. A dusty mushroom mess. I cover my mouth. It's, you know, as 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 uh, has been observed, the desert is kind of a like a giant dehumidifier, and uh, mushrooms need humidity. I uncover my mouth. I don't give a shit no more. <laughs> so uh, now he's not mushroomed? Now he's not mushroomed. Yeah. Good. He says, oh, thank you, Skinner. I, I don't know what I did to deserve this. Nothing. <laughs> Apart from being full of blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a couple of friends down in your dungeon who I think would love to meet you. Oh, no. <laughs> now, of course, every kind of office has a chute that leads down to the archives. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why I didn't mention that. Earlier. Obviously. <laughs> Wonderful. I send him down to the archives. Okay, yes. Because everything's made of glass, you can see him kind of... Shoom, 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 um, making his way down to the archives. And then I shout after it. Courtesy! Courtesy! A brother Skinner's! Skinner's! Just in case the others hear. Uh -huh. And maybe they won't bully me in the future. <laughs> the the water's really starting to build up now on this yeah. tube. And it's this you feel like maybe you're about to be launched out of the top of a pyramid. Uh -huh. So your feet first in a tube and the water's in the face. Yeah. With the with the spoon. No, he, 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 like he, I got in the tube, but I went feet first. <laughs> It's like how you get but, if, but if you're blocking it, the water's all below you because you're blocking it. Yes. So your head's so above. So it's in my face. N no. Sorry, no. I think I'm, I think I misunderstood what you're saying. The water is co is coming up this tube from underground. Uh huh. So. And I got in it feet first. So I like this. The water is coming from below you. It's an up, it's an up, upy downy one. You've, you're in it, and then it. But you stop it. But I stop it. So it doesn't go up to your head because you, you're. But I'm not head first. 
I'm feet first. Yes, so your feet are wet, but your Why head... Why are my feet wet? Because you went feet I first. Went, I went, Whoop. And it's coming from below. Okay, so that's why your feet are wet, because you went feet first. <laughs> the water is coming up from the... From below. From below. And you, I went, you went down... So feet first. You went down feet first. So and you, you get wet feet! Like this. Yes. So the water is coming. Why am I like that? Because these are your feet. Yes, but I went feet first! <laughs> I went, my feet went first! <laughs> and you went feet! <laughs> I went, oh, I saw the tunnel! Okay. And I didn't just go, we, I'm getting like we, this. I went we, feet first! <laughs> I'm upside down! Oh! That's the... No, upside down, okay. <laughs> you went, went, whoop. What does feet first mean to you? Whoop. Feet first. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, you're clearly insane. I went feet first. But I upside down. belt's choice. So you went feet first, but put your feet first. Uh, upside down. Yes, feet first. It's like, in my head, it's like the hydro-slided hammer. And everyone else's head is just like a normal tube. Even then, what does feet first okay. mean to you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then your feet. <laughs> Not my feet away. The tuba. Okay, um, roll an attack. I feel like Trixie's just sick Two. of it now. Two. <laughs> so you start okay. futilely uh, okay. banging uh, against the <coughs> inspiration. Okay. Do I get a plus something? Yes. What? It's a plus uh, five. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Just give it. Can I do it again? <laughs> that wasn't that great. It was a. It was specifically. It was a one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think it could have got any less great. <laughs> no, we've just got to. We've just got to follow what the dice says now. 
Um, so here's here's what happens. First of all, so you start hitting on the pipe, but it's acting more like a like you're like banging a gong. It's <coughs> like echoing throughout the pyramid, alerting everyone in the pyramid to what is going on. All heads look up uh, through the glass to see what is happening. The water then, uh, as you, you kind of lose your grip on the side of the tube, okay. as you try and bang, and so the water finally is able to build up enough pressure, and <coughs> poof, you are launched up into the air, mm -hmm. flying above the yeah. pyramid. Looking down, you see the most magnificent view. As you can see, all around you, directly below you, a pyramid, and then all around you, desert. Yes. And then coming up around you, water, and then in that water, spores. The wind catches the spores and they start to fly through the air, taken off in different directions. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, as you reach the arc, uh, the, the apex of your flight, you then seem to hang there for just a moment mm -hmm. before you then begin to fall back <clears throat> towards the top of the pyramid. Yes. Is, is Belt travelling along the same trajectory? More or less, straight up and straight back down. Okay. Um, I have written down that I have a tunic for some reason. Okay. Can we like get a fireman thing going? Like a trampoline and kind of try and catch belt? You can, you can definitely try. Yeah, sounds good to me. Is the water still going? Uh, yeah, it's like, like a water feature. Belt, you're coming back down. Do you want to make an acrobatics check? That's a suit. That's ten. That's ten. Okay. Yeah. Is it enough to know which way is up? <laughs> Belt, you're still you're still confused. Um, no, as to Belt is very clear. confused. <laughs> so Belt is descending back to Earth like this, face first. And as well, that fist first, as, yeah, and so as that you come uh, building up like momentum, Superman. building up momentum mm. until you smash right into the side of the glass pyramid, yep. your stone fist yes. leading the way. Yes, <laughs> yes, cracks start to spread Finally, throughout yes. the pyramid. Yes, good. We're Keep the, going, we're on, the, we're on the top level of a pyramid that you've now started to crack, which is entirely made of hey, glass. Hey, hey. Nobody helped me in the bloody tunnel, did they? <laughs> too worried about whether I went feet first or not. Okay, um, so Belt, uh, from that collision, yes. you are going to take uh, 11, 16 damage. Yep. Hit me with it. It's fine, Brendan, it's fine, 16 damage. So, around you, the pyramid starts to break apart. Yes. Uh, shards of glass begin to fall all around you. <laughs> Definitely time for a coke. How far away from where I am is that room full of excess blood? It's right next door to you. Oh, great. I just pop next door and kind of grab a... What, how are they stored? They're like, they're, they're like big um, like tubes, tubes of blood. Okay. Like columns of blood. Like, are they into the system, or could a man just... You could grab one. Grab one. He does. <laughs> okay, priorities. <laughs> I'm going to trust that Brother Skinner has a plan here. 
I'll grab a what? tube of blood as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Belt, you start to roll <coughs> down the side of the pyramid. Yes. Kind of landing on broken glass mm -hmm. as you as you fall, yep. uh, taking another eight damage. Okay. But not to the arm, because it's stone, and stone wouldn't be cut by glass. True. My arm is still good. Rock beats, rock beats yeah. glass. It's rock paper you've got yeah. to worry That's about. <laughs> okay, so the whole place is falling apart, and now we're all in it together, yes? Yes. And these two have blood, and you're, doing, you're busy arguing with me about what's up and what's down. And I'm here. Yes? Yes. Right, and we've got to get the hell out. Yes. So I said, we've got to get the hell out, everybody. This place is going down. Like that. So you hear that as Belt kind of rolls past you down the side yes. of the pyramid. Yep. Yeah. We're going down. I, I poke my head out of one of these opening cracks and say, Belt, that was amazing. Thank you. I also have a horn of warning I just saw. Did you know this? I, I knew that, yes. <laughs> I have a horn of warning, so hey, I just... Use my horn of warning. Okay. They just go. Bum, bum, bum. And uh, so the horn, the horn of warning is able to communicate a message to any of your allies. Sure. And it says, "Everyone I don't like, stay in there. <laughs> Everyone I like, get out." Yes. <laughs> I start getting out. That's the horn. Wow, that's way better than what I thought. So you you start uh, running <coughs> out. Mm. How, how do you how do you want to how do you want to make your exit? I want to run to the tube, um, and I want to cast uh, shape water, and I want to change the water's direction so it goes down, and then I'll hop in feet first. <laughs> <laughs> And just go <coughs> shoo, with the water. Okay, brilliant idea for dealing with that <coughs> whole water issue. <laughs> I probably should have done that earlier, actually. <laughs> Guys, I'll take that one on the chin. That one was that was my. Okay, my I wrote here, belt owes melon one, and now I'm oh. just gonna cross that oh. out. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, so you see, you see, Melon just run to the run to the central tube and like a like someone doing the luge, just like whoosh, uh, disappear uh, from view. The two of you are holding uh, giant canisters of blood. Yes. And you're in a collapsing glass pyramid. I'm loving <coughs> your commitment to the bit. Will the tube fit down the tube? <laughs> yes, it will fit exactly. And the water's still going that way? It is. All right. <laughs> it's, I'm, I, I put the tube in and kind of jump on it to start it getting going and then uh -huh. just follow it down like, like a man after a cork. <laughs> yes. You know, that popular metaphor. Yes. <laughs> Yes, as the as the <laughs> cylinder of blood descends like all good corks, yeah. directly downwards into the liquid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the head of the cork, right? 
Uh, you, so yes, uh, the, you, you, you also follow just behind. So you manage to step out of the tube just before a tube of blood uh, smashes down after you. The sides start to crack, but it still holds. Uh, Trixie? Uh, likewise. Like a man after a cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the three of you uh, managed to struggle your way out of the pyramid, making your way past the chocolate. The floor is now covered in chocolate from mm. the chocolate fountain. Um, there's leaking bean bags, leaking beans everywhere. But you, you make your way past all the executive leather chairs and make your way out of the pyramid, where you see Belt lying on the sand in front of you, uh, with bits of glass poking out of him in all directions. Off to the side, you see Jezin is kind of passed out in the sand as well. Belt. You're covered in blood. Mm-hmm. I've never done this before. I cast cure wounds. <laughs> you cast cure wounds, but you realize that the belt has lost a lot of blood. Where are we gonna find a whole lot of blood? <laughs> Who just carries around a whole lot of blood? <laughs> Judging by the size of belt, we need like two containers. <laughs> oh, belt, you're done for. <laughs> shh, shh. Dry your single tear. <laughs> I've got all the blood you need. Crack open the containers of blood. And do I just pour it in his mouth? <laughs> well, I guess we'd need like some kind of plastic straw-like device to get it. <laughs> if only we knew someone that was a plastic straw! Oh, Belt, we were so close! Foiled at the last hurdle, I'm sorry! I'm so sorry! Try that second tear. Oh, oh, oh. I will be that straw. <laughs> and I will penetrate. So, Brother Skinner turns himself into an enormous straw. Trixie feeds the blood and it pours through you uh, into, into Belt's wounds combined with your healing spell. Those wounds begin to close up. Mm. Oh, I can also. Oh, I've um, I, I give a good berry when <laughs> up to ten berries appear in my hand and are infused with magic. They eating a berry restores one hit point. Thanks. <laughs> Behind you, there's an enormous crashing and tinkling sound as the rest of the pyramid collapses in a giant heap of broken glass. It's only just begun. What do you mean? What? The spores have gone out everywhere. Oh, that's right, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, if I reverse the water flow direction, we, we might be in this predicament. <laughs> Again, guys, I'm... 
I'm quite sorry about, <laughs> you know, not, not reading that earlier. I, I was excited about um, destroying the pyramid, but it's like it's closing the stable door once the horses are out. It's, uh... Yeah. Shit. But, but I know we can do it, team. And then Belt um, does this cool bro thing, like this. Puts his hand out like this. Are we going like to do Not it? for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not that you haven't done a good job, but we weren't fighting in the first place. But puts it out to Brother Skinner like this. And they like do this thing. And then Brother Skinner helps Belt up. And then Belt's like, we're going to do it together, brother. Oh. And then I pet Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> and Belt pets Melon. <laughs> and the four of you mount your sand camels <laughs> and journey back towards the horizon, knowing that there are still many adventures lying ahead of you. <laughs> and with that, we come to an end. A big round of applause for our amazing performances. I've cut out all of the bits that, <laughs> that make no sense to a, a podcast audience. I don't know if we'll be any adventure left. <laughs> <laughs>